welcome to another episode of the Scripted Radio Student Showcase. Welcome to another episode of our Student Showcase. Today, super excited, we have Jasmine with us, who is a senior at Manchester High School in Connecticut. Jasmine, we are super excited to have you today because... Uh, for all you listeners out there, uh, Jasmine, as a senior, has a resume all ready to go. Uh, she has presented at the EdTech Team Google Summit. She has presented at Maker Fair. She has her own YouTube channel, very active on Twitter, and has traveled also for Invention Convention. So thank you, Jasmine, for being here today. Let's get started, and you go ahead and tell us all about you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, so like you said, I'm a senior. I am really interested in a lot of things other than robotics. So robotics is one of the biggest things that I'm interested in, especially because I started a club called Gearheads um, about four years ago that I taught up until this year um, to actually help kids create and learn and invent. Um, I'm really into environmentalism and helping the environment. I do a lot with that. I also am very into marine biology and sharks. That's what my goal in the future is to do. Um, so I have a YouTube channel on that, and I'm a part of an organization that helps spread awareness and educate people on sharks. Um, I really enjoy music and art with my friends. We always paint, and we have our own band room that we use over the summer. Um, and I really also enjoy writing, you know, a little bit of everything. So you have an amazing resume already. So there's going to be great things from Jasmine, correct? Um, can you tell me, I'm going to veer off our questions here a little bit, What uh, what's GearHeads, just for people that do not know what that is? Yeah, so um, GearHeads is an in inventing group that I host after schools at Ealing Middle School. Um, so basically I make my own plans and discuss with them what kind of inventions they want to make and using the process of inventing and making that I kind of came up with myself through my experiences through invention convention. So I teach them how to use their voice, um, use leadership, especially because they have to kind of go independently on their own projects or do group projects. I also teach them how to build and use tools safely in the classroom. So let me ask you, now that you're kind of talking about the coding and uh, the skills you've already developed, what's uh, your favorite project that you've done either recently or in your high school years, even junior high, using media? I know I'm going to make you choose one. What's your most favorite? Yeah, there's a lot. Um, so I think my favorite would be when I went to Rochester Maker Fair and I made that video because I got to experience like traveling, which is something that I enjoy at the same time of using my um, skills in recording and taking videos and doing photography. So I also got to present my robots and my group for GearHeads, which was really exciting. So it was kind of like a mix of everything. And I was able to edit that all into one video and capture what I enjoyed to do. Wow. Now, did you use uh, Wii Video or what did you use for your editing? Yeah, I, I usually use Wii Video all the time. Um, it's the easiest for me, and it's kind of what I learned on since the beginning, like in eighth grade. So I use it every year. Yeah, I love Wii Video, and it keeps changing and changing and adding all the time, which I love about that. Um, one of the things I want to ask you about, which I, I always ask all the students that I talk to, is student voice, because as an educator, 
and this is important to me as far as giving students voice. So when I say student voice to you, what what does that mean to you? And what do you feel is the importance of student voice? Yeah, I think student voices are like the most important because as we know, like students are the future. So their voices are the most important to listen to because they're going to determine what our future looks like. Um, for me, growing up, I enjoyed making and building, but I couldn't go all the time to buy stuff that I needed. So I would just use whatever around the house, you know, and like being able to get those skills and using my voice and not being afraid to show people my inventions that may not be top of the line has caused me to have so many opportunities. And I wanted to give students the chance to do that. And by doing that, those students get to use their voices and change the world in their own way. Um, that's why I think it's super important because they could do amazing things like students have um, the ability to do amazing things if we give them the opportunity to, which I don't see a lot of in education. They're kind of, you know, put in a box and taught to learn how to do tests and all these things instead of really focusing on things that they enjoy doing. So it sounds like uh, with uh, the sharks that uh, you, you know, you're pursuing, do you feel like that's come from student voice? Of course. Um, being able to learn all these skills at a young age has allowed me to um, be very like determined and excited and not being afraid to show my voice on things that are happening with sharks because a lot of people don't know what's going on. So having these skills with media and my voice, I'm able to show my passions and teach people about what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, so why is media, and you've kind of alluded to this already, why is media and education so critical for students, especially right now with all the virtual learning, hybrid learning this year? So where do you see media? Yeah, well, media is a lot of different things. Um, it's all over the classrooms, you know, you see it in your classrooms, in your home, since we're all on computers. So I think it's really important that students learn how to use it, because if they didn't, they'd kind of be lost, especially because technology advances like every single day. Um, but it also helps in real world application. Like, for example, um, me and Miss Williams, she helped me with a youth commission for a grant um, of $1,000. And through media, we made a presentation showing photos and videos of what we did in GearHeads to be able to earn that grant. Mm -hmm. um, so using media and real world applications can really help students. Great. And media is a tool, as we well know. It's not not the end all. So it sounds like you're, you're using media as a tool, which is what we want. Uh, how do you see yourself using media skills in the future uh, and again, you've kind of uh, talked about a few things, but are there some things that maybe you've not touched on that you're, you know, you, as you look in the future, you're like, I'd really like to kind of delve further into this. Yeah, I really want to kind of go further into what I'm doing now, but more in an advanced way. So if you see like underwater photography, I really would love to learn how to do that and put in my passions with the photography and videography on sharks and then put my editing skills to be able to educate people, but in a more in-depth way, like kind of sort of the documentaries that you see that are like super famous, that are really cool on Netflix, mm -hmm. um, that you learn information from. That's really what I want to be able to do. I want to show like another way, um, like capturing beauty almost. 
Um, but I also want to go more in depth on showing the process of inventing through media and videos because a lot of people think that it's just you invent something and you make it, but there's a lot of times where you have to um, fall behind. Like when I invent things, I mess up a lot and a lot of people don't see that side of the story and that's really what helps students to gain that confidence is knowing that they have to fail in order to get back up and do better. So and, I think that's really important to yeah, show. Yeah, I agree. And you just said something key. Uh, when I invent things, can you tell us some of the things you've invented? Yeah. Um, so I've been a part of Invention Convention since sixth grade. So I've done a lot. Um, this year, I'm actually trying to come up with an invention through moss that could help absorb CO2 in the environment. I'm not really sure what I'm doing right now <laughs> because it's a little um, close to Invention Convention. It's not quite there yet. <laughs> Um, but one year I did make a flying bee. I'm pretty sure National Geographic made it at one point, but its purpose was to pollinate flowers since bees are going extinct. So using my skills of not being able to like afford the most expensive things, I was able to get like a $5 drone and use things around my house like sticks. And um, I think I tried a few different things like styrofoam to be able to balance out the drone so it could fly properly. Wow. Um, another year I made a, what I called a lightweight, um, like bag. So it would follow you around using like a bracelet or something instead of you being able to carry it around because I know a lot of people have back issues. I originally made it for my grandmother, um, so that she wouldn't have to carry her luggage, like <laughs> say if she was at the store or at the airport. Which we know that inventions is problem solving. You're trying to solve a problem. So um, I'm sure your grandma appreciated that. Uh, yeah. You know, now that you are a senior and you're, uh, you know, you're writing resumes, you're writing applications for college, etc. One of the big questions that's always asked, just so you know, is what are the skills that you possess? So as you look back and you're looking at your coding and your inventions and uh, the technology that you've used, what are some of the skills that you feel you are able now to add to these applications and resumes that you weren't able to before? Yeah, so I think a really good example of this, like at school, I have a class called Science Research. It's through um, SUNY. You get to choose a topic. And of course, I chose sharks because that's what I was passionate about. And this is where I learned a lot of my skills because it's a really independent class, but you're guided through what you're supposed to do but you have to have at least like 16 hours every two weeks of your own research and kind of finding out what you need to do. And you also read scientific journal journals, which you aren't usually supposed to read until college. So I learned a lot of really good reading and identifying and learning larger words in that class. Mm -hmm. um, you also learn how to navigate technology on a more in-depth scale because you do have to look into those scientific research and journals to be able to find them. And it can be a bit hard sometimes so, oh, another big one is actually presenting skills um, because I get very nervous and I think I've come a long way because of Miss Williams and because of this class. They both have pushed me to be able to learn how to speak better and present my ideas and gain that confidence instead of being nervous in front of people. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you have a complete resume, especially, and you said you love writing as well, it sounds like. So is there anything yeah. on the writing side that you've done that you're you know, super proud of? 
Um, yeah, me and my friends um, over the summer started a little band just for fun, and we all decided to write songs together and write poetry together. And I even sometimes write skits with my friends that I used to film, and that's like where I kind of started with when I was editing is like writing my own skits and then filming them with my friends. Um, so that that's what I'm passionate about in those two, and I'm pretty proud of those because they were really fun and people enjoyed them <laughs> and it's okay to have fun right that's that's how we yeah. learn so um yeah sometimes we're we think if we're in school we're not supposed to have fun but it's complete opposite uh let me ask you a question so uh as you look at the classes and you kind of already mentioned this that sometimes you don't feel like in school that students maybe get the voice that they need uh as you look at like science and math and all these different subjects, what are some, I guess, some skills, I hate to use the word projects, I use that very loosely, but uh, what are types of media that you wish you could see in some of your other classes that you think would benefit all students? Yeah, so um, I actually use this type of media in um, Gearheads where we use what we call little bits. I don't know if you know what those are. You want to explain um, they're basically, that? Yeah, yeah they're um, circuits and they're really, really easy to use, but they're kind of a beginner step to like a more in-depth learning of media and technology. Mm -hmm. um, so I would love to see those more in classrooms because kids get super interested and they realize that they can really make a circuit. They can make a light work. They can make a fan work. They can make really cool things in a simple way, and it gets a lot of kids involved. Like, when I was in Rochester, it made me super, super happy to see all the kids light up when they were mm -hmm. able to make something super cool. It was, like, my favorite part. Um, so using those in classrooms could really benefit the students and get them interested in things that they didn't even know existed. Mm -hmm. Is there other types of media that you feel could be uh, incorporated into uh, like your basic chemistry class, your algebra class, you know, maybe some of those subjects that sometimes uh, don't lend themselves as well to media? Yeah, so I think we video could also be a part of it or types of editing, things like that. I know Illing does it a lot, and they're actually one of the top schools that I've seen that are able to implement technology and media in their classrooms. They even have classes specifically with media. Mm -hmm. But um, when I got into high school, they were really lacking that. So I think teaching students how to edit videos, um, how to film, how to write scripts, there's a lot of skills that are in there that a lot of people don't see. It's mm -hmm. not just about the editing. It's not just about the writing the script. Mm -hmm. You have to learn how to like gain confidence and be able to get around problems. Mm -hmm. And that's really the whole point of it. Right. I'm so glad you said that because higher level thinking and problem solving are the two you know, most critical areas. And any type of media lends itself to those two areas of learning. Um, I just want to ask you, because you've, you've said so many wonderful things today. I mean, I can already, I don't know you very well yet, and I'm like, wow, you're going to do such wonderful things. Uh, you have a very bright future ahead of you. What are just some other ideas, thoughts, questions that you want to put out there for listeners? Um, yeah, I, I want to mention really quick, uh, when we were talking about education and classrooms that um, I forgot to mention that I was writing a book with Miss Williams and Faye and Jess. I don't know if you know who they are, but I think you are adding them later. So we're all writing a book for education in classrooms and innovating in education because, like I said earlier, um, 
there's like a lot of key skills in innovation and the way of making things because you have to fall, like I said, to get back up. Mm -hmm. Um, And all these kids have so many ideas that they don't even know that they have because these opportunities don't exist in their classrooms. Mm -hmm. Um, So this book is made for that, especially I wanted to reach other children because I'm going to college soon and I'm not able to teach gearheads. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to give other students the opportunity like around the world to be able to do the same thing and have the same opportunities. Well, and it sounds like even at college, there's going to be numerous opportunities for you to spread your ideas at the next level. Sky's the limit. I feel like you can go as high as you want and do as much as you want. Williams was one of our guests last week on our scripted radio as well. So we didn't know about the book. I'm Is this then going to be a book for students or for educators? It's actually for both Um the adults are actually educators and they wrote the teacher side so mm-hmm. that the teachers could understand their perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause obviously I'm not a teacher, so I don't <laughs> know the teacher struggles and the educator struggles, but I wrote um, the student side in the way that I view um, the actual making process. And they took that and kind of made it into a workbook and made it available for teachers to understand in the classroom. And the makerspace, I mean, that is new in some parts of the country and in other parts of the country. It's very developed. I think that's uh, a great, great idea, especially for the schools that maybe aren't where you are at this point. Can't wait to read it. Anybody else that you'd like to mention or give kudos to out loud here? I think Miss Williams and the other people helping the book are all the, like, especially Miss Williams, because she's really pushed me since the first time that we met like four or five years ago and she's continued to help me um, for the longest time and I probably wouldn't be able to do any of these opportunities without her and I'm extremely grateful for her and she's super awesome. Okay, Mrs. Williams, I hope you heard that. The bottom line, you still have to do all of this yourself, so always keep that in mind. And uh, you are a wonderful young lady, and I'm so glad you were able to come on our show today. Jasmine will be live at 4 o'clock and 8 o'clock, March 11th, and every day at 3 o'clock is our archive. So, Jasmine, you can also go back at any day at 3 o'clock on Scripted Radio and listen to some of the other students that we've had on the show. So uh, my hope is at some point to have several of you on here at the same time, which I think would be a lot of fun so that you can all share your ideas. I am so glad we were able to hook up. Manchester High School has a gem here and best of luck to you next year in college. And I'm sure I'm going to see your name plastered everywhere at some point. So uh, congratulations. If you need anything uh, from scripted educators or you'd like to just come on the show to promote something you're doing, never hesitate to ask. We'd love to have you again. Yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. So, all right. So, everybody, thank you again for joining us on Student Showcase. And it sounds like we're going to have a couple of her colleagues here soon on the show. So, thank you again, everybody, and have a wonderful day. An Educator's Guide to Media in the Classroom is a resource book for all educators, providing scope and sequence for digital media in the classroom. It is your recipe guide to creating a successful digital media model in your school at any level. Scripted can be purchased through Edumatch Publishing, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. For more information, go to www.scriptededucators.com.